We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. On this episode of Big Drive Energy, we're going to talk about Bryson DeChambeau doing some incredible things on the Live Golf Tour. We're going to talk about Lucas Glover's win, and the FedEx Cup playoffs are coming up. We're going to preview this first one here at the FedEx St. Jude down at TBC Southwind in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, one of the favorite courses out there by, the, by a lot of the players, so it should be a great week. Um, we're also going to talk about getting bent over by the golf gods because if you play golf, you know it's happened multiple times. Uh, and make sure you're watching on the YouTube because you're going to get some actual video replay of some things that happened to poor old Russell Henley this weekend. Couldn't finish the dub. Lucas Glover, crazy story. Uh, and we've got it all for you here, plus a fairway or four. And, of course, we're brought to you by our presenting sponsor over at Pins and Aces. I've got the pins hat and the shirt on right now. Looking pretty fly, if you know what I mean. Um, pins just released their new teenage mutant ninja turtles line today that shit is fire it is gas they've got head covers they've got shirts they've got ball markers and you get always get a free ball marker with a purchase over 50 dollars. so you don't have to worry about i mean if you want to buy three ball markers and then get the fourth one free you can do that but if you purchase over 50 dollars and use the promo code bde don't forget that that gets you 15 percent off your entire order plus free shipping so head over to pinsandaces.com check out their new teenage mutant ninja turtle lines they're always collabing they still have some south park stuff left i got my joker hoodie in the mail the other day it's fresh as hell but it's too hot here to wear it currently even though i'm a hoodie in 80 degree weather guy but i'm gonna find a way to wear it because it's sick they their hoodies are super simple but have amazing print in the hoods so it's like low key but high key dope shit always yeah when you pull up that hood it looks so sick yeah like pins and aces just does it right and that's why there are exclusive presenting sponsor here at big drive energy so promo code bde saves you 15 percent off and gets you free shipping at pinsandaces.com all right let's tee it up hello friends welcome to this tradition unlike any
was that chair? Did somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. How's it going, big guy? It's going great. So as we talked about on the last pod, Mitchell and I live together now, and it couldn't be more vastly different for how our lives are, even though we currently reside in the same household. This motherfucker just every day, golf, <laughs> golf, golf. What time is your tea? Golf. Tea time. Golf. I didn't going golf to practice. To, I didn't golf today. Oh, I'm golfing again. And this is me. Diaper. Sleep. <laughs> nap. Diaper. Diaper. Feed. Feed, eat myself, not eat myself, eat for myself. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how your life decisions like culminate into a thing and then you're just like yeah, in two totally separate spots? It's great. Mr. Baby is great, but yeah. it's <laughs> no, fucking, I, I want Mr. golf. Mr. Baby. I, I like Mr. Baby. Mr. Baby is, you could have fucking put a little more creativity into well, it. Well, Baby just sounds weird. Saw Dogs is Saw his Dogs nickname. is a great nickname, but Mr. Baby is like... Makes me feel like he should have a little suit on. Like, what is that movie with the uh, the babies, where the baby has the suit on? <laughs> <laughs> the Incredibles? Boss Baby? Yeah, Boss Baby. <laughs> well, even The Incredibles, now, that's a different kind of suit. Boss Baby's, like, full-on. Okay. Boss-ass suit. Like, I don't know. But I, I like Mr. Baby. Okay, whatever. So, anyways. You, you, he's your son. You call him what you want. Yeah, anyways, our lives are very fucking different right now, and... Mitchell, why don't we hear about all your fucking rounds of golf before we get into uh, some PGA Tour Okay, stuff. yeah, let's do it. Uh, so I played Red Hawk yesterday. Um, pretty, I'm going to be real honest, and I've had this bone to pick with a lot of places since since COVID, and I understand these places are very busy, but Red Hawk, I think they were $83 on a Monday. Pretty fucking expensive. Uh the divots on the greens because they just get so much fucking play so i know it's not necessarily their fault but they need to do something about like fixing that getting some more downtime on the golf course for the maintenance crew to fix that uh so a few things i had to park on the fucking road they their parking lot's a joke so i was like well i'm gonna park on the road hopefully nobody hits me their parking lot's a joke it's small first of all second of all the amount of fucking golf balls that have to get hit because it's right off of the ninth green is absurd there's yeah. there's like 20 spots in there that are like a no-go zone yeah for me for, no for sure and they were even full i i considered yesterday i'm like oh if one of those are open i'm gonna have to take it it wasn't i had to hoof it in i was like good thing i don't have to walk up to the driving range because this shit's fucking straight uphill um so there's three of us we got paired with a single the guy goes well do you want to hop in a cart? And I guess this is kind of a, a, a bone of contention because we went through this. Like, this is not, you know, just your average golfer here bitching and moaning about public golf. I wanted to ride. I didn't want to ride with the random single that I was. we were paired with, you know. I think that's a fair – I have no problem playing with him. That's great. Like, I don't have a problem playing with other people. But I want to ride with either somebody I know or nobody at all. And three carts in a group is fair at times – Two car or two carts is ideal. Four is a joke. You should never have four carts in a group. Makes zero sense. But three carts you can live with. So then they've got like thirty rental carts parked off to the side that aren't in use. 
so the starter asked me if I want to join up in the cart with the other guy, and I'm like, no, I, because I the dude in the pro shop goes, I told, <laughs> no, no, I'm fucking good, thanks. <laughs> so the dude in the pro shop even told me, I don't know if he's a pro or just a, an attendant, but he told me that I could ride my own cart. <clears throat> so I was like, great. So we get to the first tee and. The starter goes, hey, do you want to pair up with that guy? And first of all, these two starters, nice guys. They're like 85. Um, I was like, no, I don't. So then they're just like sitting there, this and that. And then uh, Tuttle, Eric Tuttle, our good buddy, he hits one off the first tee. A little bit left, like kind of, you know, it's a weird hole. So just a little bit left, of the, didn't hit the fairway. And this 85-year-old man looks at him and goes, can I give you a tip? And I was like, what? I, I didn't think I heard him right at first. And, and Tull goes, no. Like, and then he goes, sure, yeah. And he goes, oh, you need to stay more balanced. And I'm like, dude, this guy is probably, who, who the fuck is this guy sitting out on Red Hawk's first tee? So then we get in the middle of the fairway. I'm like, Tuttle. <laughs> I probably would have rather had him told you he banged your wife than giving you a tip on the first tee box. Like, that is the most demeaning shit in the fact that a starter thinks that they should be handing out tips on the first tee. If I was the pro and I heard that shit going on, I'd be like, shut that down. Like, these people are not out here to get unsolicited golf advice from a fucking 85-year-old dude. You're fucking free golf's up, Grandpa. You're off the starter sheet. <laughs> yeah. Imagine getting fired from a job you don't get paid to do. That's a pretty rough scene. Yeah. So... Then on the ninth hole, same same dude, and we're not age shaming here. Like I don't have a problem with old people. I just have a problem. I do. With, I have a problem with the way they act, like <laughs> the way they think they're entitled to just do whatever the fuck they want. Um, so then, Grandpa pulls up to me on the side of the ninth green while I'm hitting like a, I've got like a six footer for birdie, which I missed. Didn't help the situation, but all you know, Rangers carry like those radios, those. Uh, you know, like what you have when you're a little fucking kid, walkie-talkies. Um, and his walkie-talkie is just b going off like crazy. Like, I can hear three different voices in the walkie-talkie. It's loud to the point where it's, like, fuzzy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's obscenely loud. He probably can't even hear it. And it's right in the middle of me putting, and he's just sitting there. The fucking radio's up. I miss it. I'm annoyed. And I was, I actually said, why don't you turn the radio up louder? He didn't hear me. Um, and then he goes, Hey, can you, uh, you, you need to join up with this dude. Cause we don't have enough carts. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I, and th so this dude we played with come to find out he's worked at Apple for like 23 years. Very eccentric, a little bit nerdy. If I'm going to be honest, very, a little socially awkward. Let's put it that way. Um, so then I get, I was like, hey, do you want to hop in my car? And he's like, no, you hop in mine. I'm like, oh, fucking here we go. Great. He has trash. He, he, You know when it looks like somebody's lived in their golf cart? He's fucking got his shit strewn everywhere. He's got eight balls that he's been hiking through the fucking fescue all across where the balls are supposed to go. He's got trash on my side of the cart. He's got the basket full of head covers. I'm very... Uh, clean cart guy like I will throw in my trash away the next hole I can't have trash in the fucking yeah. cup holders and in that shit that that drives no, me absolutely insane. absolutely or I throw in the basket and then get rid of it whatever but I'm a very like wallet phone keys 
everything I need is going right in this one thing. I set a drink in there. I maybe put a ball, an extra ball in the compartment. But other than that, like this dude legit had half of his life in that, that golf cart. There's a direct correlation to how good you are at golf and how many golf balls you stash in your cart at one time. Yeah. That's a the direct fucking straight up hot, crazy matrix <laughs> going straight up. That That is a perfect correlation. Yeah. And it's also, there's a correlation there. Um, with people who just carry an extra ball in their pocket at all times. Because I prefer to not golf with anything in my pockets. And when somebody's like, I'm going to hit another one. Oh, and this dude, by the way, his name was Scott. That That's all I remember. Um, he So give me, give me your opinion on this because this is kind of an etiquette thing. So it was three of us and him. He's single. If he teed off first and like just didn't like his tee shot, not even if it was out of play, didn't say a word would just drop one and hit another one i that's a no-go for me yeah, yeah oh, without that, saying a word you gotta yeah. be like hey guys i'm gonna take a breakfast ball simple as that but he did it six seven times it oh. wasn't just the first hole it was he hit he hit two tee shots probably eight or nine times and finally on some at one point on the back nine he goes do you guys mind if i hit another one We're like you've been doing it all fucking day <laughs> now you fucking ask it's yeah 15 go for it scott yeah fuck you scott so then he's telling us all these stories that we don't give a fuck about. He's just a different kind of cat. Um, so needless to say, I had a great time with Eric and Justin uh, Hansen, Eric's buddy, really cool dude. Um, but I didn't play as well as I would have hoped, and I, I shot 77, it's whatever, but I haven't putted that bad in fucking forever. Uh, so it was just, but it was more of a misreading thing. It wasn't a, a hitting bad putts thing, like, I hit at least four or five putts that I thought were for sure going in that within three feet of the hole just dove one direction or the other. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, you kind of like try to mentally remove yourself from that because, you know, I, I love to make excuses. So, oh, excuse King. Yeah. I Mitchell mean, Smith. I'm not going to change putters like you do every fucking week, but that's, that's a subject for another time. Got a new putter last week. Uh, speaking of that. Yeah. Well, well, the extent of my golf right now is, uh, took the family, you know, fucking strapped the kid in the car seat went to a PG, man. pga tour superstore um and bought myself a new putter and i so i haven't paid for a golf club since i was seven 18 years old probably and this isn't like Bullshit. a th th no this You've isn't like so a, many putters no they've all been free dude they've all well free 99 you know, when you run a golf course, you get some fucking when perks. A, when a putter goes in your bag, it's like a quarterback going to the Cleveland Browns. It, like, it's career suicide. That putter, that's where their career goes to die is in your golf bag. Because then it's getting fucking put in your garage, never to be seen again. Well, you're not wrong, but... You've got to have at least 14. I, I do have probably pretty close to 20. Um, but Even this is the, I played golf with D-Line the other day. He had one of your old putters. Yeah, I did. I give, give him out. I'm a nice guy. You fucking Willy Wonka? Yeah, I just give out with putters. With putters? Okay. Yeah, cool. that's that's what I do. But nice. the... No, I went and bought a new club, and I was, like, actually nervous to buy a club. <laughs> like, I was fucking, like... Going around and I was trying everything. I tried a lot of the Odysseys. I tried Love the Tailor Maids. I tried the Pings. 
Um, I tried some. I tried one Cameron. I looked at the price tag of a Bettinardi and put it back on the shelf. What is that? Like six, seven hundred bucks? It was four, four fifty, but it was pre-owned. You, oh, really? Yeah, it was a pre-owned. So, and I, I'm not a, I'm not against a pre-owned putter. Like Mitchell said, I'm yeah. gonna have it for fucking two weeks. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't trying to break the bank here, but I was just feeling like I needed to get some shit going, and I needed a new putter because I putted like dog shit. Because you're playing so much golf right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, not as much as you, but. I get out once a week. You know, we're playing uh, Rain Dance National tomorrow. Fuck yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. 8,400 yards. We're going to fucking... I, I don't know. We're, well, play, we're, we're playing the plates. Dude, there's going to be holes where I legitimately can't make the carry. Well, then you fucking drop in the drop zone. That's what they're for. They probably don't even have drop zones. I, I'm curious. Wh- what made you... Like, you really went non-brand bias whatsoever because we've never been ping guys in our lives. Nothing necessarily like against ping, but I figured you'd for sure either go TaylorMade or even Odyssey or like Cameron. That's those are the kind of the three that I feel like you've owned throughout your golfing career. No, that's a fair assessment. And you, actually, you did have that one ping back in like high school. It was a, you remember that? No, it was like the ping Scottsdale. Oh, it was the that Scottsdale, bla- yeah, yep. the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was ugly as shit. Yeah, and this. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm no, not, I'm so not going to poo-poo your, your new club. I was actually very conscious of not being brand loyal because this is how lame I am. I got a new uh, – I ordered – I keep getting targeted at 4 a.m. when I'm up with my kid. I get targeted on You're Instagram. You're in a vulnerable state. Yeah, You're I'm, I'm barely awake. awake. I'm ordering fucking everything I can on the internet. I'm getting orders the every other d- day. The other day I pulled up to the house, you had eight packages. and fr- I'm like – it's so I'm exciting. like, it's going to be like fucking Christmas for this guy when he walks in. It's so fun. But <laughs> I bought a new putter head cover um, from like Fanatics or something. It's a Nuggets one. It's sick. But it's tailor-made. It has a tailor-made logo on it. So I was like, yeah, maybe I should buy a tailor-made putter. And then I was like, no, that's lame as fuck. You're going to cut the sticker? Or is it a st- not the, no, it's like it? a, it's it's sewn in there, but oh. it's at the bottom magnet part. You can't even see it. Oh, okay. But that was like almost pushing me to buy a tailor-made putter. I did try out the new, the, the splat, like the TP uh, Hydro Blast or whatever, I think is what they're called. Um, and I tried the Odysseys. I, I am not a blade putter, so those were all out. So I, I cut down half the field there. Um, but I was like meticulously putting on this perfect putting mat, which then I ordered a perfect putting mat. That did came did to the you house try yesterday. a chest putter? Or, or did you try a, a long non-anchored like what Wyndham and ricky and all those guys have been i thought about it but i did not i i was gonna suggest that to you why didn't you because <laughs> now you're gonna have to go back by no one. i'm not going back no not well going back. I, I don't know i mean it could work for you it, could, it may not like, i have a 90 day money back guarantee where i get store credit if i don't like the putter oh shit okay so well, night so I could just keep, now i could just have a putter forever you could just, just go switch 45 days no nope, don't like, like a it car yeah That'd I love that. That's a great sweet. idea. Anyways, landed on the ping tine. Um, there was one called a ping fetch that I really liked, but I couldn't have the putter called a fetch. Um, because so it, fetch. It had it had a one of those like ball holes in it where you could just like pop the ball in there and pick it up. I'm pretty sure it fits in the hole. Oh. So like that must have looked fucking weird. But it was it looked almost similar to my Cobra with the three top lines and sat super flat. But I also told myself what am I gonna? What am I doing buying a putter that I basically already have? So those, a lot of those putters were out too. The the ones that looked, I have a spider, I have all these other ones. So I, those were all out. I wasn't like gonna go spend two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars on a putter that I already have. 
That's fair. So I had to be different. Uh, the ping, this feels incredible coming off the face. I'll putt with it great for like a week and a half. That's just how it goes. Every time I throw a new flat stick in the bag, it's a good week, week and a half honeymoon phase. And then it's going to be the p- biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Um, nothing to do with my putting stroke or, or me on the greens at all. Um, but I landed on the ping tine and I, and I like it. Um, it, it does look a lot like the two on, um, like it's kind of that double. It's like the fanged putter. That's what a, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not bad. One I, thing I'm very concerned for you with about that putter is how small the sweet spot is. It's a very small. You sweet have spot. to like center it up. Yeah. Like, and the face is probably only like two two and a half balls wide. Like, I don't see that going well for you. I hate to say it. I think you're you're eventually gonna be like, I fucking miss hit it by half an inch and it's twelve feet short. Yeah, I could be in a rough spot. You, but for now, I like you it. You could be in and out of there pretty quick. But you never know. You never know. Maybe I'll putt well. Um, and You, you know, are put, put, putting a practice putting mat in the kitchen? I am. Practice putting mats going in in the kitchen with the auto return. Pretty stoked about that. Uh, I'm going to put that together tonight and roll. I'm just the gonna dogs roll are going to tear that up, bro. Well, maybe. Maybe we put it somewhere the dogs don't go. Like uh, your office. Well... No, then it's like out of the way. Like I want it. I want it to like scream. Practice your putting to me. Kitchen will do that. Yeah, Joker's gonna have a fucking heyday on that thing. We'll see. Okay. Either way, new putter, ready to rock. Nice. Um. So, well, I played another round. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Another. I round actually played two other rounds. Okay. Let's get um, into those. Well, it, I'll keep it quick. Played City Park Sunday with RK Alley and D Line. Had a blast. Uh. Hit it pretty well for the most part. I think I shot even par, um, but I hit a few shots just out of left field, just awful. Um, so a little loose. Wasn't really, like, super locked in. I was just trying to have a good time with some friends. Uh, what did I – what what was I thinking? I totally fucking forgot. Um, and then I tried to play Riverdale with Zach Folds, good buddy of mine, and – Another couple, he's, he went to college with the dude, and then his girlfriend played at golf at Stanford, plus, like still a plus four handicap. Um, so long, the long and the short of it, Zach and I go out. We all go out for half a hole, starts hailing. We turn around, hails for another half hour. Course is fucked. Uh, they're like walking only. So then Zach, I was fully ready to just pack up and fucking hit the road. I'm like, give me a rain check. I'm good. Like, I don't need to do this. Uh, but then the couple that was joining us, they're like, well, we already took off work for the afternoon. Let's just go walk nine. Um, by the way, I, I went into the pro shop at Riverdale. Biggest PTSD of my life after the rain delay. Oh, yeah. Just fucking lines weird. out the door of people looking for rain checks and refunds and and this and that. I'm like, oh, God. So I didn't. we ended up, I went in afterwards. So we go out and try to walk nine. It's a fucking, it is soaked, like standing water everywhere. Shouldn't have even probably been playing. Um, so we make it through three holes. Uh, the girl that we're playing with, birdies all three, because it's me and Zach against the couple. He's like probably around scratch or maybe a two, three, and she's a plus four. She just goes birdie, birdie, birdie. I'm like, we're, we were three down. Um, we did press before the fourth hole, and Zach chipped in on the fourth hole. But they, it was by the middle of the fourth hole as a part of three, we were walking in or walking to the green, starts fucking hailing again. 
and we we have no shelter this time we have no golf cart so i end up laying against the side of one of the dunes it was like the ultimate like fight or flight like i'm like am i gonna run to a shelter or am i just gonna fucking hunker down right in this area and fucking stick it out so i throw my towel over my head it proceeds to rain and hail for 25 minutes i there's not a dry part of my body my feet were floating in my fucking shoes i was that wet i had the towel over me the water was dripping off of my hat like i i've never been more pissed off in my life uh and zach was just fucking cracking up the whole time because he just drank like four beers and smoked a J. so he's like oh yeah we're not gonna get hit five minutes later we're getting fucking rocked so long story short we end up playing three and a half holes in five hours and then riverdale what an afternoon riverdale still took ten dollars of each of our money they're like well you did play three holes so uh you <laughs> paid 62 we'll give you 52 back it's like oh thanks so much for your your compassion generosity um maybe i maybe maybe i'm losing my compassion for the golf industry now that i no longer work in it because i don't have to deal with it every day uh but yeah that's uh that's kind of the the gist of my golf game right now. I've hit some really good iron shots. I did get new irons a few weeks ago. I think we meant to talk about that, and I don't think we did. But equipment changes are tough, dude. They like it. I feel like equipment, I get stressed out. Yeah, I, I like the putter thing, but that's like that kind of wears off. But when I get new irons, and if I hit one bad shot, I'm like, I wouldn't have done this with my last iron. Yes, exactly. But it's like getting, you know, when you go to get a haircut and you look in the mirror, you're like. Why am I getting a haircut? Like, I love my hair. I don't get like, a haircut. Well, ever. okay, but when you used to, years ago, do you, you know that? Four fe- score and seven years ago. <laughs> you know that feeling when you're, right when you're about to change something and you're like, you kind of panic. You're like, why am I doing this? Like, why did I ever do this? Um, I kind of felt like that a little bit with my irons because the new irons are a little bit heavier and a little bit different, like weighting distribution where there's more weight in the the shafts and the new ones are a little bit heavier also so there's a little bit more weight consistently throughout the club versus the older ones had my old cow apex pros had graphite shafts they're 115 grams these new ones are i went back to steel because i thought that was not the answer but I've, I've always played steel so i uh figured i would go back to steel and these are 125 grams now and it took me a little while to get used to the weight like i I legitimately hit them like shit for the first couple times I hit them. And I was like full panic mode. Like, cause these are the first clubs I've paid for in 10 years. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Mitchell? Uh, for those of you wondering, I bought Mizuno pro two twenty threes. Um, they look great. They look really nice. Um, and now they're just starting to, I still am feeling out the wedges around the green. Uh, but it's funny because when you hear about guys on tour that talk about like going through uh, an equipment change and how tough that was, you're like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, how can you not, even if you get exactly the shaft, you want everything you want, there's still a certain feel that takes time to adjust. So like, well, and just looking at it from the top line is it's different. Yeah. Like what the fuck is you get so used to staring at the same club, the same eight iron, same, you know, five iron over and over and over that when you switch you're like what the fuck like it just it's just a totally new look like i know you and i were the same back in high school we would get new clubs like every week 
I, I remember I had a set of tailor-made racks. They weren't new. They were. We would just go roll into the used fucking iron section. Oh of, yeah, that was our shit. Of golfsmith bartering with golfsmith. Yeah. How much are you gonna give us for this set? And then we'd turn around and buy this set. It, exactly. Like I probably. I think I had. I remember one summer I switched. I switched once in the spring, once in the summer, and then I had a third set in the fall, and that's what I played like the season with. Because you're just obsessed with, like, trying different things and, you know, the new and shiny thing. But now, I think as we've gotten older, like you said, it's an equipment change. Like, you just want to do it as little as possible. Like, I'm going to play this driver till the fucking head flies off of it. Which, fingers crossed, it doesn't. Um, but actually, Sean Fisher, our buddy's the same way. His He's had his irons, the same irons for so long. He's probably had him six years now and plays a fair amount of golf. The heads are literally, literally flying off the shafts, and that's why he's finally like he might buy my old clubs from me um, because his old ones are fucking just like falling apart physically. Yeah, well, that's like the time I borrowed your clubs for one round and threw three of them off at the fucking driving range. Yeah, the first PTSD from that. The first set of Callaway Apex Pros that Callaway sent me, they did not glue any of the heads on, so they're. Uh, their it's not the r and d it's the what's their their uh quality control is fucking terrible yeah not terrible i I take that back that certain set they were almost like it it was almost like a personal dig at me like the like how much less of a fuck could you give about me if you just give me golf clubs that don't have the heads attached to them you know like i I thought that was like almost a an indirect personal shot at, at, at who I am. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, ma- a matter of the fact that they produce a million sets, at probably, and just one slipped through the cracks. You know? Yeah, just, that's just how it just goes. Ha- they just happen to be mine. That's just how it goes. Um, but enough about my golf game. Uh, we do have a couple of rounds. You'll definitely see some content from Rain Dance. And then I think we're going to play the Red Tees at City Park next Monday. Yeah, we're going to get into Bryson here in a second, what yeah. he said. But first, we want to tell you guys about... Our friends over at Factor Meals, um, they, I just had a, fa- no you, joke, just the, had the a box, Factor Meal. Yeah, the box is sitting on the kitchen counter. Yeah, I just had a Factor Meal for lunch today. It was like a beef tamale. Uh, they have the best meal kits that you can find. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They can help you with fast and flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. As they came to my house this morning, right before I was leaving for work, I put one in my backpack brought it to work, takes two minutes to warm it up, and it was ready to roll. And they have so many different options for meals. They have bruschetta, shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, steakhouse filet mignon. Once again, all of that ready in two minutes. I love doing it because they, when I, I don't like packing my lunch. Like I'm not a lunch packer guy, but I'm also not like a, uh, I leave the office and want to go out to eat every single day. I mean, I do, but it cuts down significantly on my productivity when I think about eating lunch for 30 minutes, then go eat lunch for an hour, then come back to the office in a food coma for another 30 minutes. Totally. It it it, be, it turns into a two, two and a half hour thing, but you grab something out of the fridge, throw it in the microwave, you're ready to eat, you're back to work in 30 minutes, which isn't what a lot of people want to do. But if you're trying to like bust stuff out, you have a busy day at work, 
it makes all the sense in the world to just have a factor in the fridge waiting for you. Yeah, and they don't just have like lunch or dinner meal kits. They've got smoothies, which I get the smoothie pack every single time um, and take that after my workouts. They also have breakfast. They have bacon and cheddar egg bites, potato, egg and cheese breakfast skillets, apple cinnamon pancakes. There's so many options. Uh, so head over to factor.com and insert the promo code DNVR50. If you insert that code, you'll get 50% off at factormeals.com slash DNVR50. You get 50% off your first order. That cuts it down to like, I want to say under $5, 6 a meal. And I'm telling you, just try it. It And I'm now like, I didn't want to like spend money on a meal kit because somehow I think that going to the store five days a week and spending $100 a day is less than paying $100 for a whole week's worth of meals, just the way my brain works. But Factor Meals are by far the best meal kit we've ever had. And I'm probably going to have it for as long as I can because it just makes it so easy that I can warm stuff up and have it done in two minutes like or seven minutes if you want to put it in the oven if you're you know at home and want it a little cook, cooked a little differently you know not microwaved you can throw it in the oven as well yeah if, if, if there's something in there that you want to like crisp up you throw it in the oven oh yeah then you toss it on a little broil mm-hmm. um and pa- you can pair that factor the non-work factor uh the nighttime dinner time factor with breckenridge distillery uh, they are the official bourbon of our favorite football team, the Denver Broncos. Breck Distillery is the world's highest distillery. Founded in 2008, they're widely known for their blended bourbon whiskey, which is a high rye mash American-style whiskey. Our Breck bourbon is one of the most highly awarded craft bourbons in the United States. Um, Breck Distillery is a three-time winner of the Icon Whiskey and nine-time winner of the Best American Blended world whiskey awards by whiskey magazine that's 2016 through 2022 and then they won three times in 2023 they've won colorado distillery of the year by new york international spirits competition and most recently their breck high proof breckenridge high proof won the world's best blended whiskey at the world whiskey awards joining the breck gin in 2021 which is the best compound gin at the world whiskey awards uh high proof sounds like our type of shit Definitely, uh, we've got a bottle of the Breck Broncos bourbon on our counter right now. We go out and have a fire, um, put a little ice in there, just drink it neat. Uh, that's kind of my my move. And make sure if you're coming to our, if you're in Denver, in Colorado, and you're a Broncos fan, come to our Broncos tailgates. You'll get to taste all the different Breck bourbons. They're going to be a huge part of all the tailgates, and they're all always available in all 50 states. Head over to BreckenridgeDistillery.com, and you can get home delivery of these multi-time award-winning Breckenridge spirits. All right. So you mentioned we're going to play the Red Tees at City Park Monday. I've played the Red Tees once from Sp- at Spring Valley back like oh, seven, eight six, years seven, ago. Yeah, and I shot 66, so I felt pretty good about it. I mean, yeah. relatively speaking. Yeah. But uh, this was all kind of put into the golf world's mind by Bryson DeChambeau, who fired 61.58 this weekend at fucking Greenbrier. It's insane. It, and I saw, uh, I mean, lowest round in professional golf this year on any major tour. Um, but there was just people, what really blew my mind was people everywhere trying to somehow discount it. Like it, you know, first of all, everybody right off the bat, they're like, nobody on live is going to care. They're not going to want to try hard. Um, the effort's not going to be there. 
So obviously that was kind of put to bed. But then this one dude goes, well, I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, Bryson's round was the 13th best round in professional golf this season um, relative to strokes gained versus the field. And I really don't give a shit where you shoot 58. A 58 is better than 62. Like, I can't put enough emphasis on how different a 58 and a 62 are. Or a 62 and a 65. Or a 65 and a 68. Like, I don't give a shit. So saying that, you know, fucking Paul Goido's 62 at the Mitsubishi Electric on the champions tour this year was better. And it, that's not actually a fact. Paul Goidos is a legit, uh, champions tour player, but, uh, PGA tour champions, excuse me. Um, but to say that Bryson's round wasn't probably the best round of this entire, uh, golf year in, to, in, in totality, like that that's forward facing, like, Sure, there's been some really low, 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 oh God, low rounds on the Corn Ferry Tour. They're not even televised. Like, you, unless you're a real junkie, you're not digging through, you're not checking Corn Ferry Tour stats every day. That, that'd that be equivalent of like, I, I don't know, do you do this with the like the Rockies? Do you check their AAA game? Do you check their AAA stats? No. Okay. Not so. Because they rel- relatively, they, they don't matter. Yeah. And speaking, I'll get off the rails a little bit here, just quick comment that I feel like had to be said. Sure. This week in on the Corn Ferry Tour, this, oh, yes. this gentleman named Christopher Peatfish, great name, great name, by the way. Yeah. He did not make a fucking bogey the entire week, and he did not win a tournament. How, That's, many, how many did he lose by? I won. He okay. used 23 under, and a guy shot 24 under. Imagine making 23, bogey, 23 birdies, zero bogeys. Yeah. I think it was like 20 birdies, 20, three eagles, and oh, zero bogeys. Well, that, but that would either be way. 26 under. No, uh, 17, 17 birdies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> math, math is hard. Yeah, it um, is. But yeah, so, something like that, or maybe made two eagles, whatever it ends Obscene, up being. Obscene. Like, the, the Corn Ferry Tour is, and there's been some like Twitter discussion about it, the Corn Ferry Tour is borderline more competitive than the PGA Tour. Because these guys like are fight these guys are fighting actively for a spot every week. So there's there's a sense of urgency on the Corn Ferry Tour among these guys that some of the PGA Tour guys don't have. You know, they're afforded to like take weeks off. You get inside and, and even though it's now the top seventy make the playoffs, if you're inside the top one twenty five in the FedEx Cup points you still keep your card for the next year. You don't make the playoffs, but you still keep your card. So it's not like you're losing your PGA Tour card. Um, But the Corn Ferry Tour, it's got all these young college kids that just hit it like 330, 340. Um, my, My golf game, and like Brian Harmon put some faith back in like my style of play, but all these dudes just hit it so fucking far now. They make... A gazillion birdies. It's like the bomb and gouge uh, generation of all generations. And they're just so hungry to get out on the PGA Tour. Like, you know, they. what do you always say? A, a hungry dog runs faster. That's 100% the Corn Ferry Tour uh, motto, really, because these guys are going out. Like, 
I, I won't even get into the story, but Kevin Doherty, I, I am going to tell it. I did play with this guy real quick. <laughs> I played get with into well, it. So I'm going to tell it. I played with this guy. It, I was 19, so it would have been almost coming up on 10 years ago. Um, and Kevin Doherty had just gotten out of Oklahoma State. He is just now, like, very good player, high, you know, great amateur career. Played at Oklahoma State, which was a big powerhouse at the time. Um, yada yada yada. You, you you name it, he did it. He qualified for this that. He is just now in line to to qual like to get through the Corn Ferry Tour and qualify for the PGA Tour, and that's ten years. He had no status when I met him. Kind of a dickhead, not gonna lie. Pretty arrogant. Still looks like it. Like uh, not a huge fan, but whatever. Dudes like that, like elite amateurs, he's out there for 10 years before getting to the PGA Tour. So the kind of competition that you face week in, week out is like, it's just the the initiation into the bigger pond of golfers. Like you think you're elite in your state, you think you're elite in your region, you know, whatever. You're playing, I have no doubt in my mind that there's probably at least two dozen Corn Ferry Tour players that could go win a PGA Tour event like the next week. Do you agree? Yeah, if they're playing the right court, if they're, yeah, it, the, the talent level there, and I'm trying to find the guy that won uh, this past week at on the Corn Ferry Tour because I'm pretty sure. What was his name? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. How can you not find it? It's on, are you on the PGA Tour app? Yeah, it's, I'm just in the, I'm in the weeds Holy here. Holy shit, this is. Some stellar podcasting. Uh, who hmm, was he? An older dude? No. no well, he, maybe younger guy. Uh, Howard. I bet I can find it before you can. Oh yeah, you think we're gonna race here on the Google machine? You fucking think so, bud? Um, it was the Utah Championship presented by Zion's Bank. Yep. And it was that is correct. Oh man, internet is is screwing me here. Yep, the internet is a little slow. Um, Jesus Christ! Oh my God, dude, this is we're almost taking this too far. Yeah. So whoever whoever won it this I've week, almost, I've R- got it. Armor right now. I've, um, I've got it right here. It was Trace Crow. No, that was the V five. Yeah. Uh, Roger Sloan. Roger Sloan won. He's the one that beat you know uh, Christopher Peatfish. After making zero bogeys, but he hadn't. He last won on the Corn Ferry Tour nine years ago, and just won again on the Corn Ferry Tour. So that's how crazy like his career's been, and just keeping that keeping that talent level and that level of play up to be the guy. Holy shit, he's thirty six. Yeah, exactly. So he's hopefully jumping into that top thirty and making it on the PGA Tour next year. Anyways, let's circle all the way back to Bryson DeChambeau when he shot fifty eight at Greenbrier, which is what's cool about that is. A lot of the live places they play are not like regular tour stops. That's a regular tour stop. It used to be. It's not anymore. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's numbers from PGA Tour. Oh, abs- there. yeah, absolutely. And this is comps. Yeah, this isn't you know dirt track. You know, off the side of the this road. This isn't Big Cedar or what? What was the place in Tulsa that they played that we went to? Oh God, um, was it some Cedar Ridge Country Cedar C- Cedar, Cedar Ridge Country Club? Oh, I think fuck yeah, yeah. Um, but. He made a bogey shooting 58. Yeah. That's what's even and more I think, insane. I think he had two lip outs. Really? Like hard lip outs. The dude was just dialed. He was throwing darts, and he really did. Like, the Greenbrier is a bit of a shorter course, so he turned it into kind of a pitch and putt. But I've always thought that, like, 
obviously DeChambeau's ceiling with how far he hits it. He hit a 216-yard 9-iron. My God. At fucking sea level. My 9-iron at sea level goes 140. <laughs> I am not fucking kidding you. He's probably... He's he's probably hitting lob wedge. No, he... Well, that's a, that's a skewed thing about his distances, though. Or his 9-iron... Is probably well. First of all, it's the length of a seven iron, so he's got that going for him. Secondly, it's probably like the loft of my fucking six iron. So I'm not discrediting him at all, but there is a little bit of a skew for him versus every other tour player because the clubs are all the same length. Uh, but hitting a 216 yard nine iron at sea level is one of the craziest things I've ever fucking seen, and. I, wa- I actually watched every single shot. Somebody put a TikTok like compilation together of every single shot he hit. What and, a great TikTok! You yeah. have to send me that. Yeah. Oh, I, I I just saw like a good amount of his shots, but not every. I would like to see a fifty-eight in action. Yeah, it was every single shot, and he he actually did make like a forty-footer on eighteen. Oh, that was to electric. seal the. F- yeah, that was a, a great finish, and that was kind of a something that the live tour needed. Like we haven't gotten a lot of like headlines, quote unquote, out of the live tour. Um, they're, you know, their, their shine is kind of wearing off. It's not an every week conversation about the live this and that there, you know, but that could be flipped on its head a week from now. We never fucking know. Cause the whole PJ tour live agreement came out of left field. Um, but they needed some sort of that publicity to stay in front of headlines to get the conversation on the X app moving towards, uh, the live tour versus the PGA tour. And I'm, if I'm being honest, like I looked at the, the top 70 in the playoffs for the PGA tour. And it, it almost is like, I would almost compare it to like college football in a way where you just, it's never going to be the same. Like the top 70, there's maybe five, six dudes in it that are like polarizing, like want to watch everyday type of golfers. But it felt like it used to be, you know, the well, I would say Adam Adam Scott's still in it, but the old school Adam Scott that was like a superstar, um, but just like I'm missing like the Brooks Kepka, the Bryson DeChambeaus, the you know everybody, all all these live tour dudes that I just wish so badly that we could somehow have them all on the same fucking like it's yeah. like you don't know what you got until it's gone. I was just gonna say that exact yeah. same thing. Like these dudes were playing against. Like I'll look up one of my. Uh, things that I do when we're betting um, tournaments is I look up like pe- prior year's results. Like if dudes play had Russell Henley's a perfect example this week. He d- finished second, but he's had three straight top sevens at um, Sedgefield Sedgefield Country Club, and we didn't pick, him. and we didn't pick him. No, but that's normally my my thing. And like you look that at is, you look at these like twenty twenty two leaderboards of tournaments that are playing at the same place, and you're like, oh, Bryson Brooks. Like you see all these guys at the top, Cam Smith, and you're like, God damn, it just was so good, and we mm-hmm. and we took it for granted. We really, um, did. but he Bryson DeChambeau averaged fifty nine and a half his last two rounds because <laughs> yeah. he shot sixty one fifty eight, like. I don't give a fuck <laughs> who you are, where you're playing. Yeah. That's you, better than some people shooting one round, and that's not an exaggeration. Your average everyday golfer probably shoots around 110 so to 119. Yeah. Yeah. He beat you playing 36. That's absurd. Absolutely absurd and should be recognized. We're, we're a live, live forward podcast. We always have been live, laugh, love. Um, but the, Credit where credit's due, man. Yeah, like, I don't... Sh- 
I don't care what fucking you could go do that on the moon. I'd be impressed. Yeah, it's that was just incredible. Let's move over to the PGA Tour, and we've got a little uh, video evidence for this one. So PGA Tour this week, Sedgefield Country Club, a lot of players getting into the top seventy, um, and one of the players that will be in the top seventy, he was actually nineteenth going into the week, is Russell Henley. And here's here's a video of how the golf gods will just stick it to you. So Russell Henley's leading the tournament at this point. And the 16th hole here at Sedgefield was a par 3 that was a joke all week. Michael Kim tweeted about it. So he hits a shot that hits the middle of the green. He's got a one-stroke lead, and look where this fucking ball is. Oh, my God. I can see the dividends heading towards. That ball is making this little par 3 so much harder. Oh, my God. Who took that kind of divot? Out of that area. Yeah, so Russell Henley had to hit that golf shot leading a tournament with two holes left. The 16th hole was a fucking joke. Michael Kim tweeted about it and said there should have been ground under repair. He played in the tournament. He played really well, actually. Michael Kim's like big Twitter guy, but not normally big Shout golf guy. Kim. <laughs> but he played really well. Come on the podcast. One of the Kims. Anytime you come on this podcast. Yeah, the wrong. I bet on the wrong Kim. Um, so they're all they're all <laughs> black, story black blacklisted for me. Yeah. Siwoo Kim played like dog shit. Oh, um, I will say I did hit a parlay with Bet365. Yeah, we'll get into that when we talk about Bet365 okay, and give, out, give okay. out our picks for okay. this week. But that the fact that he had to hit into hit out of that was an absolute joke and then on the 17th hole he hits a drive to the right he has to take a drop because of uh, a telephone line was in the way hits his second shot the ball plugs in the rough he had no chance at making par after that did it plug this in is, its own pitch mark it it plugged but didn't plug oh, so fuck. there's mud on the ball he does he takes a full swing out of the rough and hits it 20 feet. Oh, my God. And then he chips up, still mud on the ball, doesn't get up and down. So he was then one stroke behind Lucas Glover. Um, and then adding insult to injury, of course, you never really... I mean, Russell made bogey on 18, so it kind of made it a little bit more anticlimactic. But we finally got a tournament that had some intense shots at the end. Lucas Glover hits his drive way left on 18. It fucking hits a Marshall cart and bounces back into the rough. It would have been in the trees. And then, this is actually kind of funny, this is only something I think Glover would do because he's had quite the career and yeah, he's, up and he's down. He's been doing it for two decades. He, yeah, he won on he won the John Deere like two years ago, but before that hadn't won for like nine years. Shaved his beard, which is a horrible choice. He looks awful without a beard. Still love you, Lucas, but um, he laid up on the par four because he had to make double to win, okay. so he laid up. Fucking bitch move, dude. <laughs> I don't care. Like, a, a, a player that thinks they can win events doesn't do that. You take all the strokes you can get, bro. That's I, I thought it was... He still made par, which is super ironic. Oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah, he hit it from 100 yards out, hit it to like 8 feet, and made, it, made a crazy like, putt. Suck it. Yeah, but he laid up, and that was a super bitch-made move. Because you wanted him to like <laughs> plug it in the bunker and then like struggle to make 6 yeah. and maybe have a playoff. Yeah, that... No, he laid up in the middle of the fairway. Almost hit it in the creek. It was so short. There was a creek about 125 yards out. He almost hit it into that creek, but middle of the fairway, made par... His kids screaming, Daddy won, Daddy won, was pretty cool. Um, kind of <laughs> had me in my feels a little bit, but... Being a fresh dad. Uh, why don't you talk about Lucas Glover and his putting scenario? Oh, yeah, so he uh, he actually did an interview this week and told... Is it Amanda Ball Amanda Renner? Is she... I don't even know if she's on PGA Tour events anymore because they mean so little. I think she only comes out for the big ones now. Um, but he was talking to a reporter and they asked about his putting... This dude was 
uh, either between going left putting left-handed or I've the, been there. the long wand putter that is somehow resurfaced and is the new fucking fad between the the belly putter that doesn't get anchored and now the wand putter that quote unquote doesn't get anchored. Um, that honestly, like, I don't have a problem at all with the belly not not the belly putter like that you jam in your belly but like a long putter that you anchor to your arm like bryson i don't give a fuck like it's not anchoring directly to your body because that is that is the axis that is you know remaining constant quote unquote but your arms are still moving like if you connect something to your arm there's still a chance to to hit it improperly whatever um but the whole chest putter thing it bugs the fuck out of me dude like these guys, half of them get it up there into the point where it's in their shirt and you can't even see if they're not anchoring it or not. Um, like, it's up in their fucking chin. And there's actually... So there's a Twitter account dedicated so, like basically solely to uh, calling Bernhard Langer out for constantly anchoring and getting away with it. Because And that's the bullshit thing. Like, wh- where do you draw the line? You know, you see it kind of close to the... You see it in the shirt but you don't see it necessarily pressing directly up against their chest. Like, what do you think of that shit? Because I think there's a reason they uh, outlawed it in the first place. So why why are we still allowing it where there's some sort of gray area where these dudes, I guarantee you, are in some form or another anchoring it to their body and getting away with it? Like... I, I think it's bullshit, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, I I have to disagree with you here. I, I agree with you on the fact that it's a rule now and that, that people should adhere to the rule, but I don't think it should have ever been made a rule in the first place. I don't give a fuck how you're putting it. it golf is hard. We see that week in and week out. Put it however you want it. If you want to anchor that thing to your butthole, anchor it. You know what I mean? Like, I literally do not care. What if I tie, like, a bungee cord? Like, no, hook, that's using something hooked else. Hooked it into no. my deep-ass belly button. What if I swung a 60-inch driver, jammed the grip of it into my belly button, and fucking swung it like that? The, if the bungee cord scenario you Not bungee me. cord, but pretend I, I played a 48-inch driver. That's longest regulation. I, I'm just trying to make another example. No, I get it. Because but to me, that that should it does it shouldn't matter if you're anchoring it. Who, whatever, who cares? Your putting. I go through the deep depths of hell with my putting. I would love to anchor that shit in my chest or in my stomach. Totally. Whatever. No, I agree. But it's a fucking rule. Rules are rules. Like, if you if they should have never outlawed it in the first place, if these guys were still going to be able to use the long putters, and I think that was a discussion at one point, like. Why are you allowed to use a longer putter if the the basically the only reason you have it is to anchor it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like that that shit carried Adam Scott for years and now he's, you know, kind of come back, but putting is a huge part of the game and if you fucking suck at it, you're not going to make it out on tour. Like you can't just will your way out cuz you hit it so well and then you work you have a workaround and some sort of rule where you're shoving some fucking broomstick right in your throat and you're rolling all these putts in. Like, I hate that shit. Yeah, the whole... They, they were killing Lucas Glover because they were saying his buttons moved and it's just... <laughs> they were literally saying, like, you could see the buttons on his shirt tighten and that's what, like, showed you yes, that, that he was anchoring, anchoring the putter. It. And you... That... 
but that you, shit fucking heat but gets can't me you anchor your thumb above the putter no. which is not technically anchoring to your body no that's a, still anchoring to your body if your thumb is you're saying your thumb's connected to your body yeah your thumb's on your body but the putter is not on your if, body it's no on your thumb. if you're touching your body and you're holding the putter so that's out it, it needs to be away from your chest okay you need to visibly but I don't know how there has not been one rules infraction yet. And they're going to make an example out of somebody that doesn't deserve it, who probably doesn't even, like, try to anchor. But it's just gone too far for me with these dudes that are basically getting away with cheating every single week. And there's just no way to call, you know. It's like when somebody's faking an injury or you can't be the asshole that, like, throws it right at their face. Because then, you know... If you're not 100% sure, you just have probable cause, then you're the dick. Yeah, you know? 100%. Like, that's what people look like on social media when they're calling out all these dudes using the the long putters. Um, But I guarantee you, probably 50% of those guys with the long putters anchor it at some point and just have gotten away with it. Yeah, you're probably right on that. Um, Cheating, you ain't trying, I guess. 100%. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about the the playoff um the playoffs playoffs, we got three weeks uh once again the pga tour doing something so right just having the last three weeks of the season right before football season gets into full swing so smart um but so we have the fedex st jude this week then we have the bmw next week then we have the tour championship the following week we'll get into our bet 365 picks but first of all we want to tell you guys about our friends over at burrito express if you're in the arizona area there's no better burrito place than burrito express they serve breakfast burritos all day they've got potatoes in their burritos which like i've always say on this podcast the best breakfast burrito has a potato 100 percent. i'm a big potato guy um you can also buy a breakfast box, which gets you four breakfast supreme burritos, four steak and egg burritos, and four potato and egg burritos for like $82 for 12 burritos. That's an incredible deal. You can bring those to the office. You can bring them to your friends. And something cool that they do is they make any you can make any burrito enchilada style. So they just toss sauce over the top of it. Or you can make it chimmy style, which you can go to your chimmy style on your burrito and have it deep fried with sour cream and guacamole. Any burrito you order, they'll do that. They'll make it chimmy style or enchilada style for $2.49. Burrito Express has the best burritos in the game. They've got locations all over Arizona, a couple in Tempe or a couple in Gilbert. Tempe, Scottsdale. So if you're down in the 602, make sure to check out Burrito Express, best breakfast burritos in the game. We're going to be down there at some point this winter, and I cannot wait to get myself a Burrito Express breakfast burrito, best in the game. We'll have them at all our tournaments in Arizona, all our events. Just can't go wrong. And of course, our great our great sponsor over at Bet365. Mitchell, why don't you tell us about the great boosted bet you hit at Bet365, and then we'll get into our picks for this week at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. All right. So, yes, the parlay I hit this last week was actually a one of the parlays that they offered. I didn't even put it together. It was a boosted uh, three-leg top 20 parlay. With Justin Thomas, Sunjay M, and JT Poston. Uh, I bet we're not, you know, this is no unit shaming here nor there. Because I'm still using the $200 in free bets that I got. Using code DNVR365 at Bet365. Correct. Bet $1, get $200 in bonus bets. And you use it however you want. So I bet $25 on this boosted parlay. 
It paid me $570. It's incredible. And I didn't even put the shit together. I just was like, yeah, that they looks... They did it for you. Yeah, I was like, that looks pretty good. And there was a time on Sunday where Sun JM looked like he was going to totally bend me over and show me the 50 states. Um, but then he proceeded to make three birdies in his last five holes to get well within the uh, top 20. Because JT Poston was there all week. Justin Thomas had a good week. So uh, just, yeah, free money. I'm not saying I'm, this is not gambling advice, but, you know, to take a automated, like, fucking free boosted parlay and it hits and it pays that kind of odds. I was like, absolutely. I'm going to keep doing these. Um, but are we already getting are we getting into our picks or we can. But so bet three, six, five offers a golf bonus, essentially, where it's an each way betting and in each way bet, what it does is it doubles your wager and splits your bet into one bet on the player winning and another one on the player placing. You could win even if your player doesn't come in first. Just select a winner, set your wager, check off the each way, and place your bet on bet 365. So that's what that EW means. Um, I've actually never used that, and I've never seen this little uh, this little read here. But now it's going to change the way I bet golf because I can just click their name and put that in. Um, I'll go ahead and give you guys my, well, so sound up, sign up obviously for bet three, six, five, use the code DNVR three, six, five, and you're going to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place $1 bet. And you can use those on betting golf has the best odds each week to get the most out of a free bet. You don't want to place free bets straight. Like straight is not for your free bet. Your free bet is for the long shots, the big payouts. Mitchell hitting a boosted parlay from Bet365. So must be 21 or older, physically located in the state of Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, Mitchell, and wants to help call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. I'll go with my picks for the week. Um, I've been, I'm not going to lie to you. Giving out picks each week is frustrating as hell. Yes. Every week I, you know, pretty invested in my picks for my own wallet, but also want to be right more than I want to make money. And you you hate losing more than you love winning. Exactly. And Siwoo Kim just absolutely hosed me last week. JT Poston had a chance. Um, but Henley and, uh, Lucas Glover were just so far out there. I knew he wasn't going to win. Luckily he's stuck in the top 10. Um, I watched Chess, uh, Chaz, Chaz Reavy, excuse me, Chaz, who is my free bet. I watched Chez Reavy just miss every single putt on Saturday. I had him to top twenty as my free bet. Absolutely, just does doesn't get it done. Drove me nuts. Um, but my picks this week are going to be, and then once again we bet these um, top ten and we bet these or top twenty, kind of whatever uh, we end up putting on the graphic. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Big Drive Energy Pod, to get that each week but my picks my guys this week i'm just going to go with my guys you can find the odds download the bet 365 app um sep straka lost here in a playoff last year that was my pick so i do have his odds so now he's doomed he's plus 4500 to win it but if he's on your card plus 4500 plus 350 top 10 yes lost in a playoff to wills alatoris last year still very weird that wills alatoris is just not like on the pga tour right now um, it'll be kind of exciting when he comes back because he's electric. Even when he's a guy that you want to watch. Yeah, exactly. He's a he's a fun guy worth watching. But uh, keep going with your picks. Sep Straka, RK's boy Colin Morikawa, which is boosted to plus twenty two hundred. So that's in there to win at plus twenty two hundred. Okay. And then my third guy, I'm going with 
none other than the legend. Where is it? Oh, I got to log back in. Logged me out. Oh, God. Here, here we go. Here we go. Um, Face ID. So what, it, what is actually kind of funny is uh, I looked at the 2022 results of the, the this tournament. Oh, Sam Burns. That's uh, my guy. <laughs> Sorry. Just uh, just hit me. Sam Burns. Um, so it, last, last year's top five was Zalatoris, Straka, Brian Harmon, Lucas Glover, Colin Morikawa. So all kind of guys that we've been talking about, like like Glovey, Glovey can't go back to back, right? He's no, not that good. no, he's he's gonna sh- piss down his leg. I um, bet on Lucas Glover like weeks ago, and he just hosed me. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But watered, honestly, watered I was down. considering Brian Harmon. I'm gonna fucking say it. He's not on my card, and that is he's gonna win. All right. Um. So. I hate maybe my, use your free bet. I hate myself. Use I have another free, free bet that okay. I, I like, but right. I hate myself in advance. I'm looking right at the camera. Fuck you, Mitchell. You're worthless. Uh, okay, are you done with your picks? No, I'm gonna go. My free bet to win this week is going to, or my free bet is gonna be a top ten, and this is going to be player Aaron Rye. Okay. And Aaron Rye to top ten. I go into the Glovesy. bet three six five. Double Glovesy. Double gloves. Uh, iron head covers. Iron head covers. Double gloves. Aaron Rye to top ten is plus six hundred. So that's my free bet. This okay, week. I like that. Um, he's actually had a pretty good low key year. Uh, okay, so my bets for this week. Sepp Straka. So that's we just. How about I'll take Brian Harmon. How about that? Okay. I'll fucking put him on my card. Brian Harmon. It is. Uh, can you look at the odds for that for me? Yes. Brian Harmon, to, uh, dude, he's been partying so much since being the champion golfer I, of the year. He's got no, no chance. He, but he's old enough to where he's like a da- he's in full dad mode. He Plus 4,000 to win. Love that. And probably plus 350 to top 10, I bet. I don't know. Plus 300 top 10. Either way, Brian Harmon on my card. Um, I'm also going Tom Kim. Okay. Plus 3,500 to win. 280 top 10, playing some really good golf lately. So, real quick, Memphis, this course is built for uh, really like more precision guys, more dialed in with the ball striking. Um, not as much of a bomb and gouge type of course, not super long. Uh, so, these picks kind of mirror what, what we're talking about with the golf course. But uh, So, Tom Kim, 3,500 plus 280 top 10. And then just the guy that I can't quit, Tyrrell Hatton. Um, he's <laughs> He'll my win one. He's my fucking boy, and I just can't. I'm at the point where I can't not be on him when he wins again. Uh, so he's plus twenty five hundred, plus two twenty to top ten. He'll, he probably will top ten. Just like hate the whole week, hate how he's hitting it. Finish like tied for eighth, whatever. Um, my bonus bet is gonna be Denny McCarthy. This this course kind of sets up perfect for him. Not a super long hitter, puts it phenomenally. He had a rough week last week, which we've seen when people miss the cut, they get that extra weekend, they don't play worthless golf. He's already, yeah, he's, he's already in, in Memphis. Yep. He's at TPC Southwind, ready to rock. He's plus five fifty top ten. I like the looks of that. He could he could go throw out a winner. You never know. He still is yet to win on the PGA tour. Um, which makes me a little bit weary to which pick him to we win. We would be up on another hundred units if oh, he did. Oh fuck! Yeah, don't even let's not even talk about that. But plus five fifty to top ten, I feel like is a very good ba- value. So I'm going to be uh, betting all these on the the bet three six five app. Love that. All right, do you want to get into a little fairway or four? 
Yes. Um, so. We have the results from last week's Fairway or Four. I got crushed. So nobody – well, we kind of – my idea, but w- the way we do laundry is apparently um, not – Yeah, it's weird. Nobody folds their laundry and puts it over their – uh, laundry basket some barbarians just grab the whole fucking thing out of the dryer and run it to their room you know i don't know who does that yeah but, that's wild um but both so criminal behavior the voting on that poll was 80 to 20 80 percent four on clean laundry getting hung up over the basket instead of folded and yours was 80 to 20 the other way Mango's Mango is the worst, worst flavor of seltzer yeah, so you sucks that shit's ass that shit you're is on ass. it all right, my fairway or four this week. Which is hilarious when I saw it in yeah. the, the shared note. This came to me this morning. Um, so out of all the public toilets, and Mercy, you can chime in on this one. We want, we want a little bit of your info. Of all the public toilets that you use, the gym has got to be the worst one. Like the most disgusting one. Not in the women's bathroom. Oh, well. Well, uh, just in general, I think women do take a lot better care. That's not true. That you, is, it, they're bad. Really? The, okay. The gym, at least where I go, they clean it all the time. Well, that's well, what I was going to say. See, like, see I, <laughs> I have to go four on this because, first of all, I know why you're saying that because you, <laughs> we were in the car on the way to the gym and you're like, I am going to blow the porcelain out of the back of this fucking toilet. So that had me... <laughs> Had me at I was then I saw that in the notes just Spencer you're just probably sitting in there well, fucking sweating like <laughs> this, no this is the fucking worst no, poop but, I've ever taken in my no, life it's but like I had to like I'm already like the dude off of fucking American Pie having to go to the bathroom and then <laughs> I walked into one break, and dude. it was a sh- it was a shit show literally still shit put show. the the thing yes, down every time I poop he in a public toilet, toilet I put toilet paper down. and toilet covers down he's, on the seat he's like separating it out like. Covering the entire every single time, but psycho. like I had to go from one to the other because the one was out of toilet paper. And you know, if you're out of toilet paper at nine in the morning, did it's you just realize been getting that fucking, before? You... Yes, that's why I had to go into oh. the next one, dude. If I had sat down, that's what I'm saying. Fucked. Like you didn't have to stand up. After no, me. no, no, no. Okay, no. thank that, God. I would have. I would have been wiping my ass with the toilet paper covers because there was plenty of those. People don't use that. But the gym is by far the most disgusting toilet I think that you can find. See, I, I'm gonna go four there because. Okay. Uh, you look at any fucking sporting event toilet, way worse. Oh, fuck, yeah. You're yeah. Probably so, right. People so, puke in those a lot more. Yeah, there's not exactly. a lot of puke in the gym toilet. Exactly. There's a lot of puke. There's fucking... You, you just don't know what you're going to find. There could be food. Uh, just piss all over the ground. That is the one thing about the gym. I will say they're probably pretty gross, but... Uh, they get clean so often. That's at a sporting event. It's just a fucking free for all. They get clean before. They get cleaned after. Yeah, that's like you're, wa- you're. You could be walking into a landmine. Yeah, you're poking holes in my own. Yeah, my own fairway or four. But I was. I felt it at the moment and put it down. Yeah, I know you. Were, you probably were sitting. Your fuck. <laughs> your fucking feet were numb at that point, watching TikToks. Like, oh, this would be a good one. Um, okay, so my fairway or four. I think we already did my original thought when we originally started doing fairway or four. Um, so this is my, my revised one, uh, is tuna salad an acceptable sandwich to order at like any chain sub restaurant. Yes. Cause it's good. I, I mean, I'll, I'll like, thank you. People are going to hate that. Not a lot of people like Marissa. Fish. Do you hate tuna? 
No, I love tuna. Oh, okay. So you you don't hate on it. Mm-mm. But okay. if somebody orders a tuna salad, are you kind of like... I won't do uh, tuna a, salad. I'll do a tuna sandwich. Uh, well, I think they're the same thing. No, it's the bread makes it better. I won't touch just tuna. Oh, 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 oh like a salad, like it. Tu- I'm talking like a tuna salad sandwich, like. With, oh, then yeah. You're yeah. Fine. Okay. You're fine. Um, but I just feel like tuna gets more hate from everybody. Like, you've never been ridiculed than when you order fucking tuna salad at a restaurant. Everybody's like, fucking tuna. That's what you order at Jimmy John's. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking fire. Oh, yeah, Give- your Subway order is a fucking, no free ads, uh, is tuna salad. <laughs> well, tuna. I do, tu- tuna Subway, ske- everything at Subway is a little sketchy. Like, I'm Definitely no free ads. Yeah, I've kind of been, <laughs> yeah, they're not paying us to say this. Uh, Subway has scared me off. They also changed their, they used to have sweet onion sauce. That single-handedly made me want to order a tuna sandwich, tuna salad sandwich at uh, Subway because it was so fucking good on the tuna. But fuck that. Jimmy John's tuna salad, no tomatoes. Tomatoes and tuna salad out. But I just get sick of the fucking ridicule. Like, people just love talking shit about people ordering tuna sandwiches. And I won't stand for it. I'm, no, big, I'm that guy that orders a tuna sandwich. Big tuna sandwich guy. So make sure you're following us on X. Yeah, you like that? X at Big Drive Energy. Vote on these. We'll tweet these out every Monday. So right before we record the show to get the votes. Um, tune in each week to Big Drive Energy. Check us out on Instagram at Big Drive Energy Pod. I am at Big Drive Spence. He is at Big Drive Mitch. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the first weekend of the playoffs. TPC Southwind is a dope course in Memphis. Top 70 moving on to the top 50 uh, next week. So a lot, lot to play for and everybody's into it. So it's, it's a good time to be a golf fan right now. Absolutely. Get locked in. Lock it in. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.